You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. Checkers Podcast. This is episode 22. This is your host, Superstar Dre. I'm here with my co-host. AJ the Diva. Please believe her. Okay. And we have a very special Ooh, special host. Oh. Okay. What's his title? You want to introduce him? He's just like a friend of the show. Mm -hmm. He's a fellow checker as well. If you don't know, now you know. Mm -hmm. Introduce yourself. Who you are? Okay, my name is Jordan. Mm Mm-hmm. AKA Clean Money Mac, AKA JO, AKA JJX, a lot of different names, but uh, we going by Clean Money Mac right now. Um, Talk some nice. You know, the prince of pissing people off. Be here. I want to thank both you guys for um, giving me the opportunity to be on this platform. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's get into it. Very exciting. This is a very special treat. This is like all checkpoints. So get your cup and just relax. Yes, we are ready to get into some things, and let's be very clear. It's going to be some controversial opinions, and some stamps man, being made, and l- I'm letting y'all know... Already, this I, is the disclaimer. My stamp is on it, so... His, this is the disclaimer. His opinion may piss you off. <laughs> it most likely will. Yeah. And they already got me drinking, so... <laughs> so we Saddle here to up. get right into the shits. So my Period. first checkpoint is agree or disagree. You have to be emotionally intelligent to recognize someone who is emotionally manipulative. A loaded question. A loaded one. That is a loaded question. Agree or disagree, and why? Damn. I'm going to agree. Why? Um, This is also very triggering to me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Let's get into it. But, um, yeah, I think emotional intelligence is something that, like, a lot of people don't have. Definitely. I think it's something that is learned, developed, and you have to, it requires a level of you being aware of like who you are and like your feelings and how you react to things. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was deep into some shit and I realized I'm like, oh no, this person is just manipulating me, pulling the strings. Right. So I do agree that you do have to um, have some sort of emotional intelligence to recognize when you are being manipulated. Okay. I definitely agree. I feel like, you know, like you said, it comes down to your self-awareness. And how are you going to know that you're being manipulated if you don't even know what your emotional status is at any given Definitely. time? Definitely. Mm, I like that emotional status. hmm Yo, like, n- no lie. Every time I would try to cut it off with someone, they would really be like, yo, but I just got into this crazy accident. And now I'm like... An accident? It would be like, yo, like, I got into this crazy accident. I'm in the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, me, of course, caring, knowing that that so. would... I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to stay. Whole time, they just knew that I was getting ready to cut them off. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay woke. So I definitely agree with this one. Um, for me, it was, like, a family member that, like, made me aware of, like, what being emotionally manipulated feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I feel like um, what I gained through it was just, like, 
I understood where I was mentally and understood like what that, how that was affect how that was taking me off track from where I was. So like that's what made me like pinpoint the manipulation. Mm. And full disclosure, emotional intelligence is still a weak point for me. <laughs> so I'm still I'm Why still you say developing. That? Because I don't I try not to be in my feelings to work. At the end of the day, I don't I don't spend a lot of time Catch researching, life, feelings. researching feelings. And I feel like it's very important really? to have labels with certain things. What do you mean like, researching feelings? Like gas like gaslighting. Okay. Okay. It wasn't until a couple months ago that I knew what gaslighting meant. And it wasn't until a person explained to me what gaslighting meant that I realized I was being gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I thought that you were gonna be like, and I have gaslighted a few individuals. No, explain to the people what no, that means. I have. Um I'm gaslighting. the best person to give you the definition, but based on what I know, okay. Um gaslighting is when somebody basically tells you how you're should react or feel Ooh, in a certain yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. oh, you're upset. You have no reason to be upset. Right. Or, okay. you know, okay. some along those lines. I yeah, could yeah, be wrong, yeah. no, no, no. I was explained to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Of what I'm aligned to that. Okay. <laughs> Very <Wow>. spot on. <laughs> Very spot on. I think I might be a gaslighter, but... What? <laughs> Not <laughs> might be. Oh, no, no, no. Don't be skipping over that. I need to know. I might be. I need to know this is a safe working space. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. So like, um, gotta stay woke. Yeah. Gotta know yourself. Mm-mm. My next checkpoint is if you could go back to January 1st and give yourself advice to prepare for this year, what would that advice be? Initially, my first thing that came to mind was stay your ass inside because we went to that (laughs) god awful Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve party, Mm -hmm. and that was terrible. Very telling. That yes, it was very telling of what's to come for sure. And out of that, what I learned was to stay my ass inside and save my money. (laughs) Yep, that's exactly Um, that's the advice I got. For me, I would say like if I could go back to January first, I would tell myself to just stay in a moment. Like, I felt like when January 1st came, I was so, I was so, like, into what I want to do this year. Like, it just Everybody felt like was like, 2020 vision. And it wasn't clear at all. At all. <laughs> so. We all felt that eye exam, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I was just definitely telling myself to just be more present and just, like, enjoy the moments before this pandemic took over. What about you? To be honest, I... I came into the year knowing that it was going to be a year that I had to work hard. Um, How did you get that? I have a, this book called Numerology for Beginners, okay. and based on my life path number. What's that? Oh, yes, we you get know it. your life path number? Ooh, yes! I think I, mine is nine. Mine's are like two. Okay. Even though my lucky number is three. So mine too. Mine is four. Okay. Okay. And, um, my, basically, it advised me to focus up and Ooh. stay committed and not to make any... um hash decisions and you rush decisions and I came into the year knowing that and I feel like that was really good advice based on what took place this year mm-hmm. this was not the year to be um, you know doing anything too crazy absolutely yes all year. y'all niggas out here scamming unemployment Buckle flying up. to Vegas your time aye, everybody's aye. life path number is different so maybe this was the year for them to do that you know for some people you gotta plant your seeds in a certain year and then the next year you might 
bear the fruit from the tree. Uh, I, so. Mac, I think them fruits being planted is in the penitentiary. It's spoiled through ground. <laughs> spoiled fruits, let me yeah, tell you. Got you. Yeah, they're, still, they're still enjoying the uh, pandemic, so. Mm. But Kamala Harris coming for that ass, I'm telling you. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. Her and Biden. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, but that's so. See, I want to get into numerology. I really do. Yeah. It's very telling. Definitely. Oh, the numbers that keep appearing in your life. And we can circle that back later on. Mm-hmm. Um, while we're here, let's talk about zodiac signs. Oh. What is a zodiac that a zodiac sign that you would say had you hooked, had or have you hooked? Oh, chat. We start. No, uh, uh, sorry, I'll start. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. Go, go, go. I collect sages. What? I collect sages. All right. No, future. I said which one had you hooked? <laughs> hooked. Had you hooked? Like, like had you hung up? Had you like? Um, who? Like, I, so I collect sages. I was, but we gonna get to that. I, was, I need to know. <laughs> how do you do such a thing? I was, I was hooked to a cusp once. Oh. What's the, what cusp? A cusp, a Gemini cancer cusp. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds is, like Those toxic. are dark times. It <laughs> sounds like manipulation and emotion. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of instability. We'll just say it was a learning experience. Okay. It was definitely a learning experience, but... Yeah, I was hooked. Okay, okay. but back to you yeah. collecting sides. It was a cusp. Opposite of what my sign is. Okay. What is your sign again? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. And that yes. is the complete other side of the spectrum. And yeah. as they say, opposites attract. So it's oh, no, Cancer's the opposite, right? Exactly. Mm, so gotcha. There's no surprise as to why that happened. Has you hooked. Okay. Okay, well, back to the Sag. Collection. Collection. <laughs> what do you mean by that? When I say I collect Sages, what that means is if I meet a woman and she says that she's a Sag, instantly she has my attention. Why? What? Because I like Sages. Why? I, well, I'm going to tell you why. First of all, oh. my Venus is in Sagittarius. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm not, this I'm is a big co-star energy. We love a man who is in tune <laughs> his with <chart>. astrology <laughs> in his chart. Okay. okay. I'm living for this. So... Um, the one thing I like about Sages is their attention to detail. Mm. Very much so. It's okay. Typically very stylish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, they tend to be materialistic. They're very physical people. They might not accept it or admit it to themselves, but based on what I find, their, um, their love language is usually gifts. Based. Whatever, whatever that shit is. Based on his research. <laughs> his collection. <laughs> his collection. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, um, but they're also very caring people. They are. Okay. Nurturing. Um, so I fuck with Sages. So back to you. What? Okay. Which sign had you hooked? All right, y'all. So I'm a Scorpio. Y'all already know my sun, moon, and rising is all in Scorpio. So you know, I'm a real intense individual. Um, and so I would say the two signs that really had me hooked would two? be yeah, I had two signs: Scorpio, okay, and a Sag, okay, right. And I guess so. My birthday is November 21st. I'm the last day of a Scorpio, so technically I'm You're a cusp. cusp. But like I said, my sun, moon, and rising are all in Scorpio. So that's what I'm repping. But I have a real good, like, connection with Sag. Like, people think that, like, Sages are, like, I don't know, like, not arrogant, but, like, they could be a bit a bit blunt and, you know, um, how they choose to communicate can be a bit harsh at times. But, like, for someone like me, I appreciate that. Like, I'm just as equally as blunt and, right. you know, um, yeah, they really have me hooked. However, I will say that the Scorpio... Like, when it was up, it was up. When it was down, it was down. Yikes. And it was, like, really bad because, like I said, also my sign. Um, but also, like, a main part of that, too, is, like, sex. Like, I've had real amazing sex with both of those signs. And so, okay. I'm here to stay. She's hooked. <laughs> I'm here. I don't think I have a sign that had me hooked. Here we go. Yeah, it is. 
Listen, if you want to be talking on the checkpoint, then. I'm talking. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm trying to have me hook. Like, like ooh, ah. Uh, no. So now you just unhookable. I hate it here. Not unhookable, but a sign. Like, that's a pattern. Like, it had to happen more than once. This is one. This is true. You right. Yeah. I will say, like, Leos are a fellow fire sign. Mm, I'm an Aries. But I do really enjoy Leos. Mm-mm. But hooked. What no. about Leos do you enjoy? That do you they're see bossy? Any, like, reoccurring, like, like I just feel characteristics like, that you like about Leos? Like, it's something, like, you can't trap them down. Mm. My brother's a Leo. I don't Can like you that. you trap him down? That man is untrappable. <laughs> so, I like that. I like the chase. Mm-hmm. Um, what zodiac sign do you think is the most toxic and why? And don't come for me. I'm going to start with Leo. Honestly, Leo, terrible. Especially really? Leo men. Toxic? Yes, because they always want to be right. Wow. They need their ego stroke. Mm. And it's like... That's just not happening on the side. Like, okay. I'm sorry. Like, I just cannot do that 25-8. Like, and also, it's like, you're not always right. And I'm sorry. So, for me, I feel like the most toxic sign is the Sagittarius. Wow. Sagittarius. <laughs> That's what they Sagittarius. call them. Sagittarius. They call them Sagittarius. My first love was a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And it was <laughs> emotional ma- manipulation. <laughs> At its finest. <laughs> At its finest. Um... Yeah, I think all the things that you pointed out as positives in terms of like detail, listening, gifts, and all that, it's used <laughs> against you. Not a dark. So, that's a toxic for me. Not a dark criminal link. A dark criminal link. Crazy. I have a hard time calling any sign toxic. I feel like all signs have their pros and their cons depending on who is dealing with this certain sign. But what I will say is I have a very difficult time dealing with cancer women. Because I feel like they're very emotionally I'm intelligent. They're they so have, emotional. They they have a they have an innate intelligence emotionally. And as I stated before, I'm not the most the most emotionally aware person. Mm-hmm. And so I find that a lot of times I end up tripping over myself just in conversation. You know, not being as sensitive as I should be about certain things. Word. And that's not my strength. Word. That's not my strength. I'm not a very empathetic person. I'm not very <laughs> sympathetic. Those things aren't my strengths. Okay. So no empathy, no sympathy. No, you're so. Not a, <laughs> no, you're you cannot catch that over here. Yikes. Yeah, I will say, added on to cancer, oh my God, the relationship I was in with a cancer. Loved her to death, but like literally, I found myself apologizing for every single thing. That I was like, like, I'm either literally like, I'm either really soulless or you just are really so keen and so emotional about every fucking thing. You don't think but, that was manipulation? No. Nah. I think, uh, well, she was just super duper sensitive. And like I said, like, the reason why I think I get along with Sagittarius because, like, we're both blunt. Mm. And it's just like, you know, it takes a lot for something for you to say to really like hurt me like for 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 me to think that you're like coming for me or like hurting my feelings oh, and yeah. so wherever I was with a cancer like everything you could be joking like I like to cut ass like I like to roast like come <laughs> on like you can't be crying in the middle of, of us come on like we bonding like that's a love language yikes and you crying at the joke I ain't got time alright perfect mm-hmm. transition and what area of your life do you believe you lack discipline the gym. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The kitchen. Um, 
Lacking discipline. I can't think of an area in my life. Actually, that's not true. Um, Let me I, go first. For me, I would say I lack discipline when it comes to setting boundaries. Like, I feel like I'm on two ends of the spectrum. It's either I'm too, like, open mm-hmm. to, like, pretty much everything and everyone, and then I'm too, like, isolated. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm still struggling with finding that middle ground and setting boundaries, you know? So, that's my area of lacking discipline. I'm trying to think. I don't... Well, since you're such a I think I definitely lack discipline in the kitchen, like you said. Like, I have a very hard time sticking to diets. For a fact, like mm-hmm. maybe day one, day two, I'm solid. But after that, it's like this one. I'm gonna need a support. I'm need, I need some support. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been trying support. to get myself on keto for the longest, but I'm like, this is what I gotta do. It's too much. I don't know if I like it here. It's I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to be serious. Oh. Substance abuse, maybe a little bit too. Like, it's, oh. it's hard for me not to smoke. Mm. It's hard for me not to drink. Like if I said I'm not gonna drink for a week, good luck. Wow, you know I'm saying like you have an addiction, probably. But you know, don't are we all addicted to something? No, I don't. I, I, mean, I disagree. <laughs> you can be addicted to your phone. My phone too. Can I put that shit down for two oh, days? That's a great yeah. one. No, I yeah. cannot. Social media? No, I cannot. I think I like I like discipline in a lot of areas, and I like yeah. I think food. yeah. I actually yeah. Now that I think about it, the most the is phone. my phone, and that's something that even came up in my like relationship being with someone who doesn't care about their phone. But like me, I'm con- like I have my phone like. Right. Everyone is always trying to contact me. I'm either scrolling through something or like whatever the case right. may be. And like even like doing a podcast of like trying to stay, you know, in current. Current. Mm-hmm. And so um just at least like setting time in my schedule like or or in my day of like not being on screen. Right. Especially with like working from home and doing all this other shit, like it's impossible. Yeah. I think yeah. That okay. Was mm-hmm. That was a good let's get a little more spicy. Um Ooh. agree or disagree. The same feelings you as a woman get when a man prematurely asks you for pussy is the same way a man feel when you prematurely ask him for money. Agree or disagree? Well, if the same feeling is why is you asking, then yeah, I agree. I think it's a very similar feeling because I think the feeling is have you earned this? What, is, <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? Do you, deserve, do you deserve a shopping spree? Do you deserve me to drop something in your, in your account real quick? What have you done? How long have I known you? How strong is our connection? Why am I... Right, well, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's, it got to be different. Let me put on my city girl's hat. Please. Hold on. Let me Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me asking for some money and you asking for some pussy. It's not the same. I feel like we're on two sides of the spectrum. Like, I feel like that's a part of courtship. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And I really feel like... Wow. Okay, because we did not disclose. You you acting like I'm asking the nigga for, like, $10,000. Like, if I ask you, like, oh, like, I need my nails done, you know? Give me a little $150. But we just met. Is this... We when we just met or is like I'm we just met for this scenario. Oh yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm also a big believer in closed mouths don't get fed. So you got to ask to see, you know, what the response is going to be. Like, you know, I've asked dudes that I was dealing with for cash. And if you didn't have, okay, well, you won't be here from me again. Wow. I will say, I feel like as a, as a woman, <laughs> sorry. Once you start asking a nigga for money, I feel like you kind of sign. You're signing a contract. What <laughs> to give up your body? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Are you alive? <laughs> Not motherfucking prostitution now. Hello. The clock is ticking. Shit. And it damn sure will be too. There was a guy tick, that went tick, viral. Boom, recently. dynamite. Hello. <laughs> this guy went viral recently because he was like, if he take you on a date. And it's not going the way he wants it to. He's gonna rape you. What? That is crazy. And he should be locked away. <laughs> and no woman should be dating him. But I definitely disagree because I feel like money, like, is material. Yeah. Like sex is like a soul exchange. Like a baby could come from that. Yes. Is it always a soul exchange though? <laughs> Every time. Seven out of I mean, ten that's times. That's what they say. It should be. Unless you're a whore. <laughs> like, okay, there are whores in the world. Hello? They are hoes. They're not getting the soul exchanges. But if you're the average Joe that's fucking and ducking, like, it's a soul exchange. <laughs> so if that person is feeling bad, you're going to feel bad too. Wake up, hoes. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I just feel like... Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm aligned. I just feel like asking a nigga for money versus the dude asking me for some pussy is like... I don't want like that's I don't totally want different. But like also, Honestly, I, I, I think they're very similar. We can have to agree to disagree because I think okay. they're very similar. No worries here. But in but in that same <laughs> respect, though, I'm saying like a guy can say no. Like if a woman asks you for money and you say no, cool. Just not a nine times out of ten, that woman ain't never come back though. Because I don't like that. But I'm saying too, like sex, like that woman's vagina might be her most <laughs> valuable possession. You giving her fucking, what, $500? You probably got $5,000. Like, it's not the same. But I feel like when you have sex, it's a mutual exchange. So you're giving me pussy, and I'm giving you dick. So, I mean, based on that, I mean, if I'm giving you money from a transactional standpoint, I'm not getting anything in return. So I feel like this is true. those two things are comparable. Like, I'm, it's not comparable. I'm not getting anything out of this if I give you money. But if we have sex, you're definitely getting something out of this. Yeah, but who said that I'm guaranteed to really get what I'm supposed to be getting out of the sex? And you know they say women know me getting nuts, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fact. (laughs) Listen. Who's that? Here you go. Oh, my God. Transition into the next checkpoint. Like, please, because let's be very clear. When women be having sex with men, let me tell you, we know, we we go into it, we are not expecting to come. Literally, and I had a conversation yesterday. Because guess what? This. Men don't care because men are gonna get their nut and they're gonna be out. They do not care about so you, reaching they you don't care man. about pleasing the woman Period. body. And that's you why bitches really be gay on the low. Yikes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bitches really be gay on the low. Yikes. And that's just what it is. Same. So you as a man, do you care about ensuring that your partner Meets her climax. It depends on whether or not I want to keep doing this. Or do you wow. want to end up on if dick yelp? Dick yelp? You don't want to end up on dick yelp with a bad review. That's a thing? It used to be early in quarantine. Oh, wow. I ain't worried about dick yelp. So you're going to spawn a future, it sounds like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have no care. <laughs> it depends on what kind of, what situation is. If I just want to get a note off, I have no... 
concerned about whether or not she's satisfied at the end of the day. So you don't even care about her reviews of you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you see how easy niggas got in there, Conversation literally Yo, yesterday with this girl, and she was basically telling me like she never oh, that's so had a, an orgasm from penetration. Mm-hmm. Period, and she was just like, Has she ever experienced one at all or no? No. Oh, that's unfortunate for her. Yeah, but basically she was saying like when she has sex with her boyfriend, like she's satisfied knowing that he's satisfied. <laughs> have that same POV because it's bitches that never nutted in their life and they've been alive for a while. Who are these years. bitches that point them out? It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we need to round them up it's and take a look It's a large percentage. <laughs> Google, please. <laughs> listen, mamas. It's, it's not okay. And listen, if you have to introduce a little vibrator or you gotta, you know... But also, I, I feel like it does... It depends, right? Like, I've had one-night stands where it's like, all right, cool, like, whatever... I don't expect necessarily like the God to really like care about you know right. me reaching my my orgasm, which means I'm gonna get there by yourself. Like hello, no, no, no. He's gonna no, no. He's gonna be there, but like we're go- like I'm gonna get there too. Like don't think that you're mm, no, 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 no. This is what we're no. This is what we're gonna do. And then also, I mean, yeah. As far as being in a relationship, though, I feel like when you're in a relationship, like if your partner. Does not know how to like make you orgasm. That shouldn't be your partner. How are you there, sweetie? Blink twice. That's crazy. Like I do understand. I am turned on like when my partner is turned on and like they climax or whatever. Yes, great. I too also want to right. feel that in return. So um, yeah. like you said, some women go into it not expecting to orgasm. And I feel like if that's what you're that's doing, you manif- you're manifesting a a non-orgasm like that you gotta go into it with the desire and an open mind and a, like a but that's setting yourself up for disappointment but when you try not to not set yourself up from disappointment you make it more likely for yourself to be have trouble getting excited mm-hmm. I feel like guys just have it easy cause at the end of the day like y'all gonna bust so it might take a while, but... Yeah, yeah but to, <laughs> y'all gonna get it. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I feel like with, like, women, there's just so many mechanisms and this and that that can stimulate it, X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I guess that kind of goes back to, like, the whole, like, soul exchange shit, too. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful. Child. All right, let's change courses just a little bit. Um, why do you think people find it offensive when asked, what do you do for a living? Cause niggas don't be doing shit. Well, people don't be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really be having anything to say. Or what I found, at least, that I've dated a series of people that were beneath me, <laughs> and <laughs> and so in our like initial conversations of like, oh, like you know, like you know, what do you do? Like you know, whatever case may be, and like beneath you. Yeah, and, like, I would, like, ramble all, like, oh, blah, 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 got my master's, at right? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And then they'd be like, oh, wow. And then just, like, don't want to segue into them. Oh, and that's wow. because, like, they feel intimidated, though. Like, when you lead with, like, 
That's why, I mean, I, at a point when I was dating, um, I would not, like, I stopped leading with, like, what I do. Um. So that way, like, that person felt more comfortable sharing whatever they have going on or whatever the case may be. But I think it comes from a stance of, like, you know, not feeling up to par or... But I feel like there's also a, um, a misconception that people ask that question so they could know how to treat you. Because people have that mindset of, you're beneath me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I think like, it's you definitely. Know, I feel like guy or girl, like you know when someone is out of your league. Facts. Like you know, right? Yeah. Like but now, you, now, you can still, now you can still shoot your shot, but it's like I've had like older women that I, I mean older guys that like I really had myself more accomplished than them, and you thirty plus, right? Like you're. Like, I'm out of your league, and you feel that because you, you see that I'm mad young, and you think I'm this young little, dumb little girl out here. Dumb little girl got it for me. Yeah, but then when you talk to me, you're like, oh, she really got mad shit going for us. I'm like, but you this think, is... Do you think that ground is, like, the playing field is even when, like, that person is bad as fuck? Like, drop-dead gorgeous, and you may not be holding the same face card that they hold in, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, do you think that levels the playing field, like, while Looks we see... and what I do? <laughs> well, we see it all the time with these basketball wives, these trophy wives, these husbands that are kept. I don't know. I don't think that that necessarily even the, the playing field. I mean, it depends on what, on what you're looking for. Facts. Mm-hmm. But piggybacking off of what you said, I think it, a lot of times it does, um, it's insecurity a lot of times when people feel offended when you ask them what do they do. I think it's definitely a security issue. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I try not to ask that question like you said because I don't know how it's going to make the other person feel. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody brought it to my attention, how like they don't, like in America we do that but where they're from, we don't do that. Like it's, it's not, it's not something that they do. Everything here is a, uh, Centered around work, and I found that interesting. But in my opinion, I need to know what you do. Mm-hmm. I need to know what you do. These bills, Up I front. cannot, I cannot put your looks on my bill. You know, um, arm candy. Because I think what you do says a lot about who you are. Does it? You no, know, it does. In my opinion, some people try and disconnect. Like that's just that's that's just my nine to five. But mm-hmm. outside of my nine to five, I do this. But sis, you work forty to sixty hours a week. So I mean, at the end of the day, it is shaping who you are and your personality mm-hmm. and your skill set. Yep. So Traits, I can't, I can't separate patterns, the two. behaviors. You know, for you, sure. It's like a cop. Like, yeah, I'm a cop, you know, uh, Monday through Friday, but, you know, I'm, I'm a real nigga on Saturday and Sunday. All <laughs> <Yikes>. you really. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no days off. Okay. But then also, I've also been in that situation of, like, the opposite of, of like, when you when you asking, you know, your fellow drug, drug dealer, scam, what do you do? And they don't give you an answer, and you know what that answer means. So does that even the playing field for you? No, that just lets me know that I'm here for a good time, not a long time, and I'm here to get the spot rocking tonight. Okay. Okay, I know that when I call that the piece is going to hit. So you got an exit plan. Hello. Sounds about right. Love it here. Okay. (laughs) Um, Next question. How has the coronavirus impacted your dating life? Mm. I'll go first. I don't think it has impacted my dating life at all. Um, prior to Corona, I feel like like we're not walking into spots and people are talking to us. Like that hasn't really happened, especially being a man. Like that doesn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. 
everyone's intimidated. Everyone, like, sees you. They make... In a section. Yeah. But pretty much it's been virtual. So nothing's changed here. On the apps? Period. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I think things have definitely changed. First of all, I feel like it's harder to find somewhere to go. Absolutely. So... I've been dating women and I've had a very difficult time figuring out where to take them to the point where I stopped speaking to one girl because I just felt like it was too much of a hassle to figure out the logistics of what we were going to do, especially early on in the lockdown when it really wasn't shit oh, happening. Oh, word. Yeah. You guys do the Zoom too. happy hour. We was thinking about going to the park. <laughs> the park. Picnic. Maybe Central Park. You That's what you got to That's Picnic. You got to get creative. But, but I, I, it didn't really appeal to me. So, But um, the fucking Twitter going to have you being like, no, you need a $200 date. And, bitch, we in the middle of a pandemic. Shut yikes. up. Stop telling me. Um, I think it has coronavirus, well, initially, so in the beginning, in March... I, like, just started dating this guy, and so I was like, all right, cool, we locked in. Like, this could be my little boo. Mm-hmm. Right? Boom. A month into quarantine, I realized that me and this nigga's on two different pages, two different spectrums, and I'm like, I cannot do this or uh, whatever, and it just kind of fizzled out. And then um, I tried to do the dating app thing, and I was um, talking to this girl for a couple of weeks, which was cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it's lit. Like, she mad pretty. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Boom. But then she turned out to be a fucking weirdo. And so, I decided that. I'm like, you know what? I wanted to date. Like, I was like, you know, I'm about to turn 25. Like, I think I'm ready to, like, actually date and, you know, do all these things. And then I was just like, honestly, I'm just over it. I'm not going to do the apps. I'm not going to do anything. Like, I'm going to just stay in quarantine do my Zoom happy hours with, with, with my friends and that's just what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I ended up getting cuffed in the middle of the pandemic. Look at God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? It's... Okay. And so now I'm loving it because now I get to do all the cute little shit, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, my girlfriend and so I'm loving it here. Life is good. You know, I get to be quarantined up there. Here. Must be nice. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So you mentioned the dating apps. How would you say the dating apps were for you? Like, what were the results, and how was the experience overall? Should I take this one? Because I feel like Arndell kind of let us know that they weren't hit the They wasn't. But, but what apps were you using? Because I was using Hinge. Mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't using I was using Tinder. And what else did I do? I think I did Bumble. Bumble? Yeah. Bumble. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Bumble. I definitely did Hinge, and I did Tinder. And I'm gonna tell you from now, a lot, a lot of people. Bring it down. A lot of people. Say, I like Hinge. I do not like Hinge. What? I do not like Hinge at all. Hinge has never worked for me. I've never <laughs> met anybody over Hinge, and I just feel like the women on Hinge are less attractive than the women on Tinder. I'll leave you. What do you want to have for a reason? So let me, let me ask you guys this. So there's like this theory that the people on dating apps are on dating apps for a reason. What that mean? Uh, Just let that float around. <laughs> <laughs> what you about to say? What's the reason why I'm <laughs> Like, enlightened. Because, okay, ain't nothing that, that, about a nigga <laughs> You heard my baby. You heard what he said. All right. So, basically, the theory is, like, these apps are the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> wow. That, that's the theory. Like, even single people are afraid to go into apps because they don't want to be classified I'm in crying. this box. I do like the dating apps because, like, you get to see, like, other people, like, 
because if you rely on, like, I would say, like, back in the day, like, when we were teenagers, right, BBMs and, like, that whole, like, interface networking was, like, kind of our, like, right. dating Chat app. Rooms. Yeah, you know, sort of thing. And so, if you go based on, like, Instagram, like, how, like it's so many times I get, like, random requests, and I'm like, oh, you just found me through somebody else's Instagram right. followers, right? Like, whatever. And... I mean, you do meet other people. Like, one of the people I met off of Tinder, me and her actually end up, like, it started, well, the intent was, like, us to talk, but we end up being, like, now we're friends. Like, we're generally just dead-ass friends, right? Like, she's a cool girl. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Hinge? I like Hinge because I felt like you could be more creative and, like, I like the, <laughs> <laughs> I like the prompts and stuff. Facts. I like the prompts too. I think that was cool. I feel like that really showcases someone's personality. Whereas on Tinder, they'd be like, "21 Scorpio, like, <laughs> <laughs> don't hit me up if you, if you if you want a three threesome." Like you know, like I, I feel like with Tinder, it is it, it is very surface level of like, "All right, I'm scrolling through your pictures to see how good you look, and then I'm gonna swipe right." right. Whereas with Hinge, like for the time that I was on Hinge, I was like, "Oh, like I really like your response to this, or like that sound like, or right. I read something, I was like, "Oh, like that's interesting." Well, that might be why I didn't like it because I feel like I had to put too much thought into my page. <laughs> that, that could be a part of it. And also, so I you don't like thought? I was trying to, you know, he get, was get, out. Out. Was trying to get out. I'm not gotcha. trying to get some, okay. You know, uh, put, put bait out there to that extent where right. I think he's creative. Uh, I'm glad you used that word. Would you consider like online dating like basically fishing for? <laughs> Kind of, yeah, fishing. And I got to give game to, to some niggas right now. Um, Please. If you on Tinder, if you are not going to get a Tinder plush, just delete your account. If you <laughs> oh, oh that's the, the one you have to pay for. You got to put a bag into what you're doing, because is what he's saying. I was never the doing dating that. apps are suited more so for women. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're getting a lot more interest than guys are. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So... If you don't tip the scale in your favor by throwing some money on it, it's Jeez. not going to work out for you, Bob. Wow. It's really not. Damn. That's the only way to win at that game. That's the one thing I didn't like about Hinge, too, is, like, Hinge, like, you needed to, like, unlock, like, you needed to basically, like, spend money on the app to, like, kind of see all of your matches. Oh, wow. Um, that, that was my one downfall I didn't like about Hinge. Like I said, if you're not going to put no money on it, <laughs> delete the app. Period. Pool. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. But if you do put the money on it, you will not regret it. I'm, it works. Oh, the algorithms work? The algorithms work when you spend a little bit. You gotta cash. pay for the algorithms. Shit. I cannot believe. This have is crazy. any of you had like success on these apps? I met I, I met personally a really cool friend. That's about you it. Had a friend. Yeah. I met this one girl on Tinder and it was a success. <laughs> Tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us right. more. She ended up living down the block from me. Oh, down the block. Down the oh we block. might call in proximity. Down the mm-hmm. block. Local. Very convenient. Walkable? Yes. Walkable. Wow. wow. She was pretty. She Ooh. was? She was pretty in person and she was Jackpot. She, she was normal. She was a regular girl. Ooh. Um she was fun. She oh. had this cute little like tattoo on her face, like going Ooh, down her side. That sounds like Look, danger. A lot of sex appeal. A lot of sex appeal. Wow. Ooh, this is face. a gem. She was fire. This is a gem. Oh, she let me cry. <laughs> Second date. Second date? Oh, she was a whore. Second date. No, she was not a whore. <laughs> Second date. All tender. So what? It's called it liberation. Was, it was good vibes though. Oh. But I ghosted her. 
What did you do best? This is really the spawn of future. Oh my god, what's so telling Get him a drink. This is crazy. Wow, wow. It was too much too fast. You see? She was a whore. This is what I said. I got overwhelmed. What? Why? Because afterwards, you didn't want to crack it. Nah, it was cool, but I just. So you, like, you like the taste. It, I, As do I. I like the taste, and once I got what I was looking for, Hi. I did a quick analysis. And you spent about. Do I want a relationship? Do I want to continue what we're doing? Probably not. So I had to just walk away from it. Damn, wow. so the pussy couldn't have been that good. I, uh, you just be walking away? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like that. It's only with so much time. <laughs> wow. I need some spin the block. No, come back. Local. I would it again. But you ghosted. Yeah, she won't respond to me no more, so it's so <laughs> It's so annoying. So toxic. Like what? Why are you like this? I have a question, right? Mm-hmm. So you just said you ghosted her. Yes, I did. You know they say karma is a bitch. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And karma what goes around comes around. So if karma's a bitch and what goes around comes around, like what is something that you would expect to happen to you? Like what's the worst thing? What's the worst thing you did to somebody that you would be afraid if it comes back to you? Mine personally would be ghosting somebody because I smelled an odor and I had to clip it. You know, (laughs) it was a big cease and desist. You know. So that's my karma. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be, if that come back to me, I would be like, okay, I did it to somebody, so not too bad. I cannot. But I did feel bad after because it was just like, you never communicated that. But I felt like it was disrespectful to me. <laughs> you know, like I invest in cologne and all of the great stuff in life. So Design. for you to approach me with that is just. Blasphemy? Beyond. Okay. So that's my karma. If it was supposed to come tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. What is you guys' karma? My karma? So, you know... <laughs> this one got the room shook. Well, this question. <laughs> <laughs> because I really did experience my karma. My karma came very early on into my new relationship when my old team basically tried to ruin it. And I think that that... Well, when I did the math and the science, wow. it went back to, you know... I might have had a period in my life where I dated people that were in relationships. However, in my defense, Mm -hmm. I cannot wreck a home that I was led into. So, blink, 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 blink. Hard pill to swallow. However, so how does your karma look? My karma looked by that person when I, um, Established clear boundaries of like we will no longer be in contact like X Y Z like they just did the most to um, make it appear as if like no like we still this bitch and I'm like no 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 no, no <laughs> but we not wow like it was real crazy like it was it was up but it wasn't stuck the first month was up <laughs> let me tell you oh, wow um, yeah it was really crazy and um. Like, I felt like part of it, I was like, damn, like, this person is really trying to ruin, like, my genuine happiness because Break they you were... Apart. Because they were never happy in their relationship. Oh, wow. Hence why you were probably cheating. Mm. You see that soul swap that I told you about? <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I definitely got... Yeah, I definitely got more karma there because... Wow. So, that's what 
I'm leaving all homes, whether they happy or not, alone. So this is a clean slate. I'm only worried about my home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you. For me, I would baby have to say... <laughs> <laughs> this is the baby future episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... I'm, I'm afraid to get cheated on because I've cheated in the past. Simple as that. I think... You're afraid. I do. I, I think I am afraid. Damn. So but if she like cheated on you and you really love her... You think that's you what your karma looks like? It depends on what the dynamic of the relationship is. Mm-hmm. If I'm the breadwinner in the house, here we go. I hate him. I am not gonna let a broke bitch cheat on me. <gasps> Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> but Dre, don't ever gas like that on the mic. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Yo. So, yeah, no, he's future. This is he's crazy. really future. I would never make a broke bitch cheat on me. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Because, let's say, if I get into a relationship from the standpoint of I feel like we offer each other financial security and security in other ways, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm not attracted to you, I'm not with you because I feel like you're an attractive possession, which is what some relationships are, Mm -hmm. you know, um, then I could probably stomach the fact that you cheated on me because at the end of the day, I'm not really with you for that. You know, I'm with you because I feel like you're going to make my life more stable, mm-hmm. you know, financially, and we can build together, maybe working on a business together, something along those lines. If that's the situation, I could look past you cheating on me because we got bigger things to worry about. Okay. But yeah. if I'm with you because I feel like you're fired and nobody else could touch you, can't get next to you, and my and, and, it, and it strokes my ego to walk into a room with you, you're going to destroy, <laughs> you're going to destroy the value Your in the relationship wow. if you decide to go fuck other niggas. Why am I with you then? Yeah, you fucking a package up. But what if you fucked mad bitches on her? Dum 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 dum. So what? She's getting a revenge. <laughs> yeah, that's what bitches do. Well, that's what people do. She gonna have to. She come to stomach it. She gonna have to. Well, see, if broke. I was one of future bitches, here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> the AP and the nice condo out there in Miami. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you when I see you. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah, just make sure that the influx just. Mm-hmm. Make sure the allowance comes in on time, the first and the fifteenth. Like, yeah. all I, hey, whatever. Hey, you with Lori? You with Des? I don't know. Have a good Go time. Ahead. Have a fun time. Wow. Basically, bitches, yeah, you need to get your bag up if you want to cheat on Clean Money Mac. Exactly. But don't cheat on him. Period. What they said. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you feel like you experience unconditional love? Mm-hmm. Romantically. <laughs> and other, and from friends and family through and through through and through I feel like I've experienced unconditional love maybe from friends cause I'm not the best friend I say it up front mm. I'm that friend that you know this is a real nigga miss, I know miss your birthday you know <laughs> love I that friend don't, don't text you all the time mm-hmm. I'm that friend okay and I got we love friends the who still fuck, fuck with me to this day so I would say it's kind of unconditional cause I'm not I'm not that present I'm very inconsistent I'm an inconsistent friend but when I'm around, it's always love. So I feel like I have experienced unconditional love from friends, but from a woman, nah. No. no. I'm aligned. I feel like we should start a show. We should, like, play for love. No. Oh yes. Put it on Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on Yo. Let me do one of the challenges. This is exciting. <laughs> I see this. Back to the back. Okay, um... <laughs> Um, experience unconditional love. Do you Definitely believe? my friends, yes. Like, my friends love me down. Like, 
yeah, and I have so many different groups of friends, and so for sure. And I think this is the first time, as far as like in a relationship, that I'm experiencing what unconditional, unconditional love is. And not to, I, I, I don't know, I've had such a toxic past of relationships and whatever that it has taken me quite some time to actually adjust and like be open to receive it. Right. And not push it away or not do the thing that's opposite to that because I've never felt that before. So it's also very scary to feel though, because it's like this one person, like, it's like a weird concept to think of like this one person really cares for me. So much. So much, like through everything. And then it's just like, but what if, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think yeah, that's a hard thing to reconcile. But I don't think I experienced it. But yeah. Friends, family, nobody. Like, I feel like Aww. everybody showed me basically that if you step out of who you are, <laughs> if you come out of your body, come out your body? it's the dun <laughs> Basically. Like, my mom told me that young. Like, if you don't stay in school, keep these grades up, it's clipped. My friends told me, basically, when I graduated, like, I had to, like, renovate. <laughs> A couple Clean people house. had to get clipped off. <laughs> you know, a couple people had to get promoted to new positions. Like, it's really been... Oh, new positions. A big thing. So, <laughs> I definitely don't think I experienced unconditional love. And even those new people showed me, like, don't get beside yourself. <laughs> Never get too fucking sick. So, no, honestly, yeah. It's unconditional really, love. But also, I just really feel like, outside of, like, parents, though, like, it just really is, like, a scary thing. Because it's just, like, if that person loves you so much, they also have that power to also hurt you mm-hmm. so, 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 so deep as well. And that's the scary part, right? And, and I think part of that is, like, trusting that, like, the person that loves you unconditionally won't hurt you in a um, right. in, an, in an intentional way. But when I think of, like, um, I think it's important to, like, break down what unconditional love means. Like, if you were supposed to get fucking biggest shit tomorrow, that person's still gonna love you. If you're supposed to decide, like, oh, you wanna fucking become a new person, mm-hmm. that person's still going to love you. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what you do, that person's l- love for you is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. But what about when the love, when someone decides to love you differently? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you're with somebody and y'all end up not working out and the person says, I don't want to be with you, but I still love you. And I think that can happen with friends as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? You decide to make a change in your life and... I support you, but I got to support you from a distance. And I still love you. Yeah. But I just don't want to be next to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the reality. Do you think that's unconditional? Before. Yeah, it is. Because I, I still love you. But it's I not the same love from before you did whatever you did. I think it's pro- proximity. Like, I, of people, like, people can love you from a distance. Like, if I decide today that I, I want to murder somebody... They, there's gonna be a lot of motherfuckers who decide they wanna love me from a distance. All facts. But this episode, <laughs> but this episode's still coming out. <laughs> and it's gonna come out with a disclaimer. <laughs> Never gonna brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never gonna miss a media mark. <laughs> Let's be clear. Um, but I, yeah, I think I'm agreeing with the distance and it's still being unconditional love like I think about uh, I'm thinking about my ex best friend and though she might not feel as though 
I love her. I still have love for her. Mm. Right? We haven't spoken in, what, three years? And we're no longer friends, but that doesn't lessen my 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 love mm. for her. Right? Like, I still want her to do well in life and, you know, do whatever else that she wants to do. Still wish her the best. But it's just that I'm just not present in your life. Or we're no longer in each other's circles. Got you. So... I'm glad you brought that up. How do you feel about cutting off friends who are not progressing in life? Too many Urkels on your team. That's why your wind's low. Perfect line. I feel like um, there's always been a saying of show me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. And I think that... I, mean, I don't get in agreement with that. I agree. <laughs> you don't believe because of the whole part. <laughs> but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm lying. I feel like... <laughs> The people we are around, like, they basically create and, like, sculpt, like, who you are. Like, how you think, what you believe, how you dress, how you walk, how you talk. Like, that, that is you, mm-hmm. you know? So how do you feel about, like, cutting friends off who are not progressing in life? I would say I'm for it. Yeah, me too. And it's an unfortunate thing to do. And it's not necessarily always out of, like you know, because I'm here and you're not there or whatever. I I believe everyone has their own path Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. But for me, it's like, I need to see ambition, like work ethic, drive. Like I need to see those things living in your daily life. Right. So it's like, while you, you might not have gone to college and did whatever, whatever. I need to know, like as a friend, like you're hustling and whatever you are doing. Right. Like, so even if like, I don't give a fuck if you work in a retail store, like I, need to know that you really busting your ass to soon become supervisor, soon become you know what I mean? Or that you have dreams bigger than what is right now. Definitely. Right? And I think that's my hardest part of when I had to cut off friends of that like I came into this like maybe in my life of I started thinking okay like five years from now here's what I want to be here's what I want to do. Right. Right? Ten years from now that like that's what I want to do. And it's like I cannot be friends with someone who is just living right now for right now. Like, I'm all about living in the moment and appreciating the moments with people. But it's like, if your goals are only just for the next day... Or the next week, we can't be friends. Yeah, and, like, those goals from week to week don't really change much. They are the same thing. Right. It's like, it's going to be very hard for us to really relate outside of just surface-level shit. Mm -hmm. Of just being surface-level friends of, like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Like, I agree like, too because like that conversation is different. Like, I'm about to touch thirty. I'm 27 right now. At like 35, I want to buy a house. If you're talking about oh you buying shoes and the thine, the new this that came out, like I feel like I'm limiting myself by talking to you all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not helping me tap into those goals, those higher like aspirations that I have. You're like basically. Help you like basically helping me making me focus on like little stuff, like making me think like oh the new Balenciagas that came out is more important than me saving that money for my future goals. You know. Those new Balenciagas are so ugly. I don't care what they say. There she go. So they trying to push fashion. What do you think? Clean money. I think we go on the same page. I'm a huge advocate for um spending your time with people who um, have interests that align with yours. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also want to say that it's important to compartmentalize your friendships. 
Like, I have friends that I'm going to go to when I want to talk about finances, and I got friends that I'm going to go to when I want to talk about turning up. So I just think it's important to, like, not necessarily, you don't got to cut people off, but you have to understand where to put your energy at what time. Mm. Friday at 9 p.m., you know what friends to hit up Friday at 9 p.m. <laughs> you know at? what friends to hit up at Monday at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just, I just so happen to be both. Get you nah. one of those. I mean, both. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that it's important. It's important to um, take inventory of your friendships and see like what where who belongs people, where. Where do you? Yeah, what role do you? That's play? great advice. What mm-hmm. role do you play? I can hang around you every day if all you want to do is smoke weed. Mm-hmm. But I love to smoke though. Mm-hmm. So I may want to hang out with you on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But Monday through Thursday, you might not hear from me because I know where you're gonna take me. You're gonna have me hung over tomorrow at work. You know how deep high in the fucking trenches. On the Zoom call, I can't, I, <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> then you forget mm-hmm. to unmute yourself. Terrible. Yikes! I've been there. Not a good time. <laughs> All right, we're about to wrap up. We have like three minutes left. What's something that 2020 has taught you? Listen, even when you think it's safe, it is not. Keep your mask on. Period. <laughs> Literally. Prepare for the. Prepare to be unprepared. Dead um, ass. You know. And think for yourself. I see a lot of group thing going on in 2020. I, I see a lot thing. of um, people being effectively manipulated in different ways. Mm. I'm not. I'm not gonna hop into my conspiracy theorist no, bag. No, no, speak into that. No, no, no. I know. Because you gotta go. I'm not gonna town, but like, think for yourself. Do your own research, um, and you know, stay focused. Mm-hmm. Mine would definitely be um, be optimistic. Mm. You know, like you're not gonna attract positive if you always negative. So definitely just be optimistic and just keep the faith. Like those are my two things that I would definitely pass on. And that concludes this episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Checkers Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at The Checkers Pod. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Okay? Game over, this is Checkers. Baby, you was playing checkers.